Confucian philosopher Freddie Gibbs once said, we bike. That's back, right? That's yeah. Some, yeah. Right. Did, why would you say it like that? that? That is a southern inflection. Yeah, I guess so. I yeah. guess I can hear it. Yeah. He's not southern though, right? He's like Midwest or something? Well, Gary, Indiana. Oh, Gary, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's Midwest. It's pretty. Mid- but, it's, but it's like southern. Because it's, it's near Chicago. It's, it's like a half hour from Chicago, yeah, it turns out. It. So yeah. it's southern in the way like Chicago southern. Like it was created from Everyone, the southern. Everyone's parents are southern. Exactly, yeah. that's it. But yeah, it's physically not southern at all. No, I guess not. I've never, I don't even know what Gary looks like. What is yeah. it? Does it look like Cleveland? I, w- I was going to say gray drab. Yeah, that's what I imagine. It's like yeah. fields and stuff, I'm assuming. It's like... Yeah. But it's not the same country as Southern. It's not like... Yeah. No, no, no. It's Midwest. Exactly, it's, it's Midwest. It's fucking Ohio. Exactly. It's Indiana. Yeah, that's true. I just mean yeah. like... Yeah, it's yeah. Ohio, Indiana. Yeah, it's potato, Ohio. potato, you know Ohio. what I'm saying? Freddie Gibbs, Michael Jackson yeah, story. It's a great story. Where he's throwing out KFC with a sequin glove. <laughs> yeah. Marvelous. Because it's his dad, right? Freddie Gibbs' dad was like the like the, the star of Gary before Michael Jackson came um, No, it's just one time okay. Michael Jackson came back to Gary. He started riding through the hood in his limo, throwing chicken out of his window <laughs> to the kids. Like fried chicken? Yeah, yeah. like fried chicken. Okay, cooked chicken. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Come on, that's not useful to like throw chicken. <laughs> I mean, it's useful for that day specifically. If you're but what hungry. if it falls on the floor? You just pick it up and eat it. I don't know. I don't know if the five second rule applies in Gary, Indiana. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. See, so that's already what are your your percentage is not good. Most of it's falling on the floor. I can't help but wonder if there's anybody in Gary, Indiana that preserved some of the fried chicken mm-hmm. that Michael Jackson there's, was tossing there's around. Definitely, somebody there's somewhere definitely. slanged that on eBay. With yeah. the quickness. Yeah, yeah. There's just a piece of chicken on someone's <laughs> wall right now. In a glass, like, <laughs> container. Yeah, exactly. I was listening to that Tandy Newton on Mark Marin thing that, uh, Mike, you told me to listen to there. And then she said, because she, she studied anthropology, I think, at Cambridge, she was saying. Okay. And she was raised, uh, she, she had an African mother and a white father, and she was raised uh, in, in, in England, yeah. And she never, she was just explaining how she never was in touch with her blackness. She, they never talked about blackness growing up. She knew that, obviously, she had a black mom and a, but uh, anyway, so she's had this whole struggle with her blackness her whole life, or not a struggle, I would say, just a, it's been a thing. Anyways, I won't speak for her, but she was talking about, so she went to study anthropology at Cambridge, and in her interview, the woman was oh, yeah. asking her, yeah, and that's a crazy, so the woman was like, what What do you think race is, essentially? And uh, she was like, well, like, what would you say race is? And she was like, I guess skin color. And then the woman was saying how two African people from different parts of Africa are less biologically similar than a black person from Africa and a white person from Europe because blackness in Africa is so long uh it's been so long that so much variation has been created versus it's so much less long that black people migrated outside of Africa and then eventually became white people and stuff mm-hmm. through evolution or whatever. And that, so they are actually more genetically similar than two black people within Africa in different parts of Africa, obviously. Yeah. That is astounding. Yeah. That's well, I mean, so that's amazing. That's always been my thing is like this idea that black is black when it's like there are so many different kinds of black people that it's just like you can't connect all these cultures. There isn't a culture. There's no black culture. There's a multitude of black cultures in the same way that there's a multitude, multitude of, of white cultures. White cultures. There's a multitude yeah. of Asian cultures. There's a multitude of Arab cultures. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the call to 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 
to the call is this it's because it's important to acknowledge the differences you, you don't want to erase anybody's experience or erase anybody's uniqueness and try to homogenize the world but it's important to seek out the similarities acknowledge the differences but seek out the similarities because the more that you focus on the differences then the more that the, 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 the easier it is to dissociate and 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 overlook any injustice that might occur to, to, to somebody who's different than you yeah I feel like that's more the problem is just because something's different doesn't mean you have to look at it like that's it's worth thing. less it's We're like not who worth, well, yeah and, or that that's a bad thing <laughs> yeah, that two people like, are different it's like that can be a very interesting thing like you don't have to that doesn't have to be an issue yet. yeah exactly well, our conception of the world is flawed just on principle they teach us man-made borders and it's like who made that decision who decided to put the the the, the Tutsi and the Hutu under the same under the same banner knowing full and well that they couldn't stand each other yeah you know what i'm saying like who who's in charge of this who who you know what i mean and why and to the and to what avail and what can we do in order for it to make sense yeah it is a it is a complicated all skin thing. folk are kinfolk mm-hmm. that's 100 percent true yeah 100 we bike yeah, I guess we should talk about the fact that we are back. <laughs> <laughs> I got it in my notes. We'll, 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 talk. Right. we'll wait for notes. We'll, we'll, talk. we'll, do, we'll yeah. wait for notes. What are you reading over there, anyway? Right now, I'm reading The Naked Soul of Iceberg Slim. It is gully as shit. I don't, like... Should I Should I read an excerpt? Sure, why not? As long as it's not. Oh, no, no, no. It is. It most, <laughs> Whatever it you were going to say, is. it is. <laughs> Ooh, um, if I'm this giddy, it's because you want to talk about a straight shooter. Oh, man. What a, what a, what a man. What Did you ever a, read any Donald Goins? No, but Donald Goins was directly inspired by Iceberg Slim. Here. Yeah, that's why I ask. Uh, but uh, he's good, man. You should read some. No, definitely. And uh, you know, Donald Goins is revered by Styles P, who wrote a Donald Goins style novel. Prodigy, who also wrote a Donald Goins yeah. style novel. And I was like twelve. I got really into Donald Goins, and I have a little sister who's four years younger than me, and she, we would experience a lot of culture together. So I got really into Donald Goins, and I was like, hey, hey, my eight-year-old little sister, why don't you read some fucking Donald Goins? Eventually, her fucking her teacher had to call my mom. Like, yo, I don't know what you if you know what your daughter's reading right now, but this is not right. And it wasn't. It was not. Why would you do that? I was twelve. I didn't, it meant nothing to me. I probably shouldn't have been reading it. You no, know what I mean? exactly. That's the real. I mean, you know, exposing your eight-year-old sister to the to the harsh realities of the street life. <laughs> So this chapter is uh, one of the last ones. It's the one that I uh, that I've uh, I haven't started reading it, so I'm reading it for the first time on the program, and it's called "An Open Letter to Iceberg Slim." New York, New York, January 10th, 1970. Dear Iceberg Slim, after having virtually memorized your three books, I decided I could come to you as you came to Sweet Jones and Pimp for advice to get my coat pulled. Iceberg, I am not insane, nor am I mentally ill. Not any of that heavy drama. But ever since I got back to the States last year from Nam, I've been unable to find the key to an understanding of myself and of my place in the world about me and of even a way to help my black brothers and sisters. Sometimes, when I really try hard to think of solutions to my problems, my mind seems to break up like the pieces of a jigsaw puzzle. I could get hooked up with some of my mother's well-off relatives right here in New York tomorrow. But when I got back from Nam, I chose to make it on my own in Harlem and pull out of this ghetto on my own someday. Maybe I can't get my head together because before I went to Nam when I was 18, I had never been away from home. I come from a large city in the deep south. My old man is a big shot down there who was so brainwashed by Whitey's bullshit that he threw a big bang hundred people to celebrate my going to murder little yellow people in Nam. Mama was different. She hated war and always worried that someday I would have to go. She died when I was 16. Iceberg, I was so square before I got to Nam, you wouldn't believe. I thought hash was what went with biscuits, and that before you got in a chick's pants, you bought rings and a piece of paper. 
I'm not gonna read any this more. This guy of had rich relatives, though. That's he that was a rich, twist. Yeah, he had rich relatives, but he decided to make it out on his own in Harlem. This is a fan writing to Iceberg Slim, trying to pull his coat. And for uh, for the youngins who uh, who may uh, who aren't even aware of African American vernacular English, never mind jive talk, to get your coat pulled or to pull someone's coat is to try to soak up some game. I never heard that one either. Get pull a coat. Yeah, get your coat pulled. Pull somebody's coat. Yeah. Seventies talk. Jive yeah. talk. Real talk. Mm. That's one thing that I've realized about getting older is like slang. You know what I mean? Because that was such a cliche. The in like when I was growing up, the idea of these dudes who, you know, grew up in the sixties or seventies and they like keep speaking with the slang that's specific to that era it was always like such a joke like you're still talking like that but now here i am and it's like i find it very hard to jump on modern slang like it's you it can does find like a halfway right. yeah no of course you have yeah, to you have to <laughs> you have to the reason they were hang sometimes you hang on out of like desperation mm -hmm. is the thing well, like I mean, you never you're not growing in any way yeah, well, at all. most of these people are PTSD'd out. Exactly, that's it, that's it. So there's a lot of, but like, because you're not supposed to, you're supposed to grow and change. You're not supposed to stay the same your entire life. So, you download the sample, you have the day to do your thing. You can do your own videos and tag us or whatever the case may be. And then at 8 o'clock, everybody goes on Instagram Live and uh, we play the beats one-on-one. -on -one. How do you guys get the beats from people? They email it to us. Okay, they send them in, they and then you play them. And okay. then we play them, yeah. The first the couple of unlined editions where we were still trying to figure it out, like we would have them play it while we were hosting them. Then it came. we came to find out that the audio quality took a dip when you share, uh, when you share oh, top of the hour. Top of the hour, top of the hour. So, listener, what we're doing here is we got a bowl in front of us. It's a pretty fancy bowl it's got some uh, art on it looks a little picasso-ish yeah bite at least anyway so <laughs> there's a bunch of pieces of paper in it they have questions on it that you guys have written us and we're gonna open one each and read it scope it out answer it even maybe maybe Definitely. feel like it no we have no choice if you act right mike makes us Don't you love it when things just come to you? <laughs> yes. Yes, that's the secret, right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't ascribe <laughs> to the secret. I don't no, believe but you believe in, in like, secrets. positive vibes and shit? You believe in, like, about... Oh, I'm living proof. Manifesting and stuff? No, definitely. So, yeah, that's definitely. all the secret is. But some things are beyond explanation. Mm -hmm. Like, my dad calls me this morning, and he tells me, I think I just won $1,000. Like he'll play the lotto sometimes, but the thing is that this is like the fifth time that he's won about a thousand dollars. Oh shit! So oh. I I inherited my papa's horseshoe 100. Oh, percent Yeah, because I I too, like Rachel Dolezal, am a lucky motherfucker. <laughs> oh man, is that luck what she is, or is that just the fact that she's still breathing? It's definitely luck. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Guy winning a few times? That is... Uh... Yeah, yeah. He's a bad man. He's a wicked man still. <laughs> Was he right that he'd won? Yes. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. We're going to collect the check in, in so a few fun. days. So fun. Anyone got a short one? I got a short one. Does thinking about your parents sometimes make you really sad? Craig. <laughs> How apropos in so many ways. You We're know what? childhood trauma. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes. Sometimes I get sad. I, I, I'm, I'm sad... I'm sad that I can't give them the life that they deserve because they've suffered so much. And uh, and it's funny because I have, a, I have a note about that, which I'll get to in the notes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I felt that way about my mom for a long time. And yeah. then I just stopped talking to her. Uh, but what? The, the sadness or that you couldn't yeah, give her the life made, that she deserves? No, exactly. Stuff like that. Yeah. You, was, you really, wanted to like take care of your mom? Oh, 100%. I didn't That's know that. That's just classic third world ancestral trauma i know that's Absolutely. what happens baby i know but i didn't know you felt that way no, of but course they, i'm just a man it's every exactly it's every man's redemption to buy their mama a house like especially if you're a rapper like it's like part of it's like your rite of passage yeah i know it's a thing it's, it's a, thing. a thing it's a thing it's that's it's the it's the, the the finish line to you can't tell me shit 
shut the fuck up. You can't tell me shit. Yeah. Bought my mom a house. But you know the irony of not speaking to your mom because you can't do the thing? Like, that she'd so much rather speak to you oh, than yeah. get that, this no, that's house? A, that's a simplification. Okay, there yeah. was, There's more to <laughs> there's the more to it. There's more to it. <laughs> there are it's nuances to <laughs> play here. <laughs> so... But I think that there are certain things that become cemented once you forge a, a personality. You know, the, the 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 fluid nature of language is one thing, but a lot of um, a lot of street vernacular is uh, is directly tied into the youth. And you know, as the youth will become cemented, one day I'm a thought, get me lit, is going to be the same thing as me calling you a jive turkey. You yeah, know what I'm course. saying? Like it's going to be it's going to be played out. It's not going to have any room. But for the those kids that grew up in the aughts and like, you know, I'm a thought, get me lit, is going to be the same thing as Joe Budden referring to his whiz. You know what I'm saying? Like it's uh, it, there are just some things that will transcend time and they become a part of you. And that I personally will never let go of some of the some of my favorite slang that was used by my favorite drug dealing rappers who were trying to keep their illicit activities, you know, on the hush in the tuck. I feel like lit's never dying. That one's like cemented. That one's for real, for real. But you see, lit precedes had, this era. Exactly. Though. That's why I feel it because it had such a slow buildup. Mm. It had a slow burn, it's as like it turns super out. Super slow. <laughs> like I have, uh, I have rap songs from like 2011, 2010. I'm fucking using lit, and it sounds like I'm way ahead of my fucking time. But it's like, no, it's just this has always been around. Yeah. And in typical fashion, you were so ahead of your time that you eventually just fell back, and you were like, oh man. Lit, I can say. I'm cool with that. Like yeah, said, that's it. There's died. some you words that are appropriate, and there's some that you sound like crazy incorporating into what you, the way you speak. Yeah. yeah. Like what? What's uh, what's uh, what's modern slang that you wouldn't be caught dead using in your everyday speech? I'm also different because I'm white. Cap. I don't think I'm a. I don't think I'm a jump on cap. No, it's not a bad one either. It's not bad. It's like it's okay, but. It's just, I just don't feel right, you know what I mean? My hairline prevents me from really adopting cap. Yeah? yeah. You just look like a bald person, though. Like, in a, like you just look like you shave your head. Yeah. It's good. You're, you're, no, 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 you're that's lucky. the thing. I, I am very lucky. Yeah, some people, it's clear what's happening. It's brutal. It's <laughs> you see, brutal you out see out the outline even yeah. when they shave it. Yeah, yeah, and they're exactly. just not comfortable. I don't know, it doesn't suit them, or you really just look like you shaved your head. So yeah, I know, I know. You're blessed in it. I, 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 I am uh, blessed and mildly flavored. <laughs> If anything, I'm more likely to write something down than say it out loud, like on Twitter, which I know that's an issue. I mean, that's the whole thing is that white people use like black lingo on Twitter. Of course. So, I, and I don't do that, but if any place I'm going to put slang in, it's most likely to be there, if any. That's but correct. I don't, it's true, I don't, I never cap lit would, I don't know, yeah. But didn't sound. It didn't sound, sound good. Didn't sound comfortable, right? <laughs> yeah, there. no, it sounds really awkward. I don't do it. I would never use, and that's on period. I would never oh, use yeah. any any sassy black woman talk. Yeah, well, you shouldn't. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I do what I want, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. On principle. Now I do what I want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Period. Period has really become a thing on Twitter. Well, period by itself. That's not even... Well, no, like, my mom says period. Yeah, that's not even, like, black yeah, slang. Exactly. Just no. say period at the end of a set, like, It's period. kind of become this idea that it is, but it's, like, it's really not. Like, I grew up... My mom used to say it, like, it's a, it's yeah. a adult thing to say. It's like now, a, if your mom said, and that's on period, child, <laughs> then we would have to have a conversation. That would be different, yeah. yeah. Do you see all these Chileans on the internet getting upset about child? yeah. Because they're like, you guys spend all your time saying child, but you don't talk about what's going on in Chile. But they can't actually <laughs> think. Are they joking? No, they're not. But I don't get sad for my parents more than I work hard. It just, it just keeps, me, it keeps me humble. It keeps me humble to, to know that I have a debt to pay. Yeah. All right, mine says, have you ever cheated on someone? And I'm not a cheater, but I've definitely (laughs) cheated. (laughs) Corey, Dun, 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 dun. Uh, There was a time once in my early 20s where I was in a relationship. It was a terrible relationship. I'm not making excuses. (laughs) You are. But it was. (laughs) Anyway, so I'm out on tour with my rap group and I don't remember 
I don't remember the details, but the point is I got mad and I fucked a lot of women. Oh, a lot. <sighs> if you're going to cheat, you might as well go hard. Not a lot, but more than once. <laughs> I mean, what would be a lot? Is uh, Was it more or less than a handful? No, let's say a handful. Let's say a handful. If it's the full hand, if you're talking five <laughs> fingers and the palm, that's a lot. You're a cheater, Mike. <laughs> But do they think they're saying Chile? I don't know, man. I mean, they phonetics must. don't really translate into the written exactly. language, do they? Uh, no, I that's it. Not. But yeah. it just wouldn't make sense in the sentence structure that they'd punctuate with Chile. They think it's of maybe course. just a slang term that yeah, kind of introduced itself into the... Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's really funny, though. Yeah. I am firmly against the divisive agenda that that's keeps black and brown apart, so I am not going to entertain this conversation any further. <laughs> I just think it's funny that I didn't know that they thought that they thought that they were saying Chile. I mean, I know that <laughs> white person, white I've <laughs> I've seen white people pronounce it Chile because they don't know that they're saying child. Ay, Dios mío. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, that's, that's bad. That's, but, no that's terrible. That's but they no definitely good. don't think they're saying Chile. They just think that that's how they're they pronouncing it. They think that's what everyone else exactly. is saying. Exactly. They just think they're saying Chile. Yeah, but this, this is all divisive. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna interject with a bit of unity here. I, one of the best tweets that I saw this week was a guy who who said. Hits the blunt vigorously. Yo oh, yeah, means I, I in Spanish, but I means yo in English. Okay, yo means I in Spanish. I get that. Yo, and then I means... As in A-Y-E. As in a, a, Oh, A-Y-E I. means yeah. yo. Like A. Like y. yo. Yeah, like A as in yo. As in hello, as, as in, in like as A. In a in, like, as in an interjection in order yes. to call for somebody's attention. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I went to gun Black and brown <laughs> unity. When I was a kid, I always wished I was able to say Chicano pride. Could be like, no, it's just Chicano pride. But you and you couldn't because you're not Chicano. I'm not Chicano. In the least. No, <laughs> no, obviously. Not. The thing is that Chicano was a big deal in the late '90s, like Mexican rap, in like from like '96 to like '99 was a big deal. Oh yeah, for sure. In Montreal, you had. Uh, Peruvians, Colombians, Dominicans, all dressing like they grew up in South Central. Why? And it's because of the Chicano influence. Yeah. That's well, why. It's because of Cypress Hill. It's because of American influence is really what it is. But specifically, it's because of Cypress Hill, Joker clothing, Esteban Oriol, uh, Mr. Cartoon. That, yeah, that, that whole look was huge in the 90s. Yeah, the, the Chola look, all yeah, that shit. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Late nineties, early two thousands too. It went into the two thousands. This is true. I mean, J Lo, like all that stuff was. I know she's not Mexican. She's but, Puerto Rican. Yeah, but she when she did the look. She did do the look. Yeah. She did the look. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference for all the white people out there. Thanks. It's all right to be white. No, definitely. Do, do remember. That's uh, yeah. That's something we need to get out there, guys. Yeah, I don't know. It's okay to be white. It's okay. There like, is nothing wrong with it. I will go a step further and say white does not exist. It's, and this is a matter of fact. The, the, the Appalachian white was created in order to make sure that the poor whites did not band with the poor blacks in order to overthrow the you know, established order. Ergo, yeah. No, but uh, I'm a square. I've never cheated, but I also have never really faced temptation like that. I'm not exactly, uh, you know, uh, uh, the most eligible bachelor. You know what I mean? And uh, so I. What cheating is though? I, I think I think a lot of it has to do with that. I think a lot of it has to do with ease of access. If it were harder to obtain, I think most guys would keep, learn to keep it in their pants. Like I agree 100% that I don't think it's that, but I do feel like the average male when like if something is thrown at them they're gonna find it very hard to say no. to say no definitely for whatever reason that might be it's usually just ego stuff yeah like, but they're gonna find it very hard unless you have a little practice in doing so you know what I mean that's what you said you said it's fine just take the ego without the cheating yeah, exactly. just know that she wanted to sleep with you so yeah, you get your cool, ego man. fixed yeah that's dope. and then you leave with it <laughs> it's dope <laughs> you're like thank you I feel great yeah exactly <laughs> do you think you could have cheated or do you just not think that um it, it my moral fiber would never allow it yeah and uh like um 
I was in a I was in a situation and I knew I knew that I had this moral fiber because I was in a situation where I was broken up and uh, I met this girl this other girl and uh, random circumstances and by happenstance she wanted to hit my my man's texted me during the during the situation and he's like yo she's trying to smash and so we go back to her place my homeboy leaves it's uh it's uh, her i and her roommate i'll keep it a stack kind of like both of them and i was trying to finagle a, 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 a three-way situation and but then when i thought about it like I, I really had a gut check moment with myself and i was like you know what in my heart of hearts i'm still loyal i can't do this i'm getting the fuck out of here and i left and so you turned down a, a three I, situation I, you think yeah yeah and but you said you were broken up yeah so what what are we what are we working on here? What's we're, the... we're working off a principle of loyalty. I wanted to get back with her. Ah, you wanted to get back. With I wanted her. to get back with her. Were you her. guys firmly broken? Yeah. So you could have done it. I could have done it. I could have done it and got away with it, being like, "Yo, we were broken up." Exactly. Or not even told her ever. Did she have or not to know? Even, did she have like? Did she know these people? No, yeah, I wouldn't. Have what if it just comes up? up in you know what I mean? Exactly. What if I start hey, getting? What did you do during that exactly. period? Okay, what if well I start then... getting res- dubious DMs and text messages from? Yeah, then from it's folk. Like, well, we were literally broken up. Yeah, but the idea is: Are you really trying to be with this person? Yeah. Do you want to make it harder? Yeah. Is that something you want to do? What this is is a demonstration <laughs> of a, of of a principle of manhood. Like like boys cheat and lie and try to have their way. Mm-hmm. Men stand by what they believe in, yeah. listen to their guts, and do what's right, even if it's not popular. It's not popular for me to be like, oh, I turned down a threesome. But I think it's cool as fuck that I have that, that principle, even though I'm not hot shit, even though girls aren't throwing themselves at me. I don't need that. You yeah. know what I mean? You know you're just sick of ending up at the same place? You, th- you think you took a different road there, and then you fucking wake up and you're back to the exact same place, and you're like, I thought I was doing it differently this time, but no, that's it. You're going to keep getting to that place until you fucking deal with why you keep getting there. What keeps pulling you back? Uh, unresolved trauma that I haven't completely worked through, that I thought I worked through in therapy a very long time ago. I thought because I had a handle on it, because I understood the kind of things that I was dealing with, I thought that I was healed. But I'm not. I'm still, there's like a lot of resentment, a lot of anger, a lot of, uh, I find myself, yeah, I find myself judging other people a lot. I find, like... And then being like, why do I care what they're doing? And I realize it's because I'm not happy. So I'm like talking about what other people are doing instead of dealing with like what I'm worried about, sort of. Is it a situation that's beyond reconciliation? Is that why? Is it because there's no chance that you'll ever reconcile? So it's like... Yeah, well, it's childhood stuff. Yeah. And it's knowing that... You know, I often... I've had friends with issues from childhood and stuff and just noting that that well is not it's this you can't keep drinking from the well that made you sick in the first place sort no of. Doubt, so it's like no you doubt. have to heal elsewhere and then you can go back there and you can but you can't get it from the same place that mm-hmm. it happened to you in so I, it's either I've tried to go there to heal or I've tried to heal outside of it but not fully and then still trying to like and it's so long ago right so at some point you're also like can I just move on please but you can't you cannot move on from these things until you really deal with them deal with them because they just they just sit there kicking your ass every time they don't they don't say the impressionable youth or nothing is because the things that impress you then will leave a lasting mark and, and sometimes it's an indelible mark and you have to learn to work with it and and not let it hold you back yeah. Oh, 100%. It's, it's pretty crazy when you think about it, how many lives have been ruined by things that happened within in the first, like, five years of their life. Honestly. Arbitrary things also. Things that could have been avoided. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, a lot of the time, I, a lot of the time people, I've been reading about childhood development, and it's crazy. It's crazy that there's just certain things that have to happen within childhood to make a sane adult, essentially, a well-rounded adult. And if those checkpoints don't happen, yeah, that's it. Can you lay out the checkpoints? 
Well, there were two, the psychiatrist was saying that there were two things that have to happen in development. The first one, I don't remember what it was called. I remember what the second one was called. The first one is essentially understanding that, because you're so close to especially your mother, it's understanding that you're separate from her and that you are your own person, sort of. And that happens really early, like within the first year or something. It's like, psycholog- like psychologically, a child understands that like I am not her, not, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And then the second thing is called like splitting. And that's when you start to understand that things aren't all good or bad. It's like black and white thinking. So it's like you understand that you're diff you're not your like you it's complicated because it's psychology it's like that you are good and bad and that your mom is good and bad. the things in the world are good and bad and you start to like grasp those concepts but these things happen yeah really early and if you don't grasp those things you end up either codependent with people where you you're constantly looking for attachment in a weird way or you can't you your confidence is weird, your identity problems, a whole bunch of stuff like that. You're constantly searching, searching, search, and then, or you end up in these, it's really hard for you to, yeah, catch nuance and stuff. Like, yeah. it's hard for you to understand that someone hurt you but loves you, you know? Or someone left you but didn't mean to, or things like, you can, yeah, yeah you're not constantly being swung back and forth. Well, cheating, I think, is a principal thing. You decide whether or not you're going to do it, yeah. and then you stand by that decision. Like, it's... Because that's it. Every Like, it's just... You You just tell yourself no, and then you deal with it. The outsider's perspective is that cheating is just a matter of getting caught. It's only ever a crime if you get caught. Yeah, I don't agree with that shit, yeah. But that's the thing. I think that that's the... And again, this is from the outsider's perspective. I never that's, engaged. That's sneaky talk. <laughs> I, I think it's some sneaky shit, though. Like, that's the whole point. That's why it's called cheating. It's because it's not fair. Yeah, it's true. And it isn't fair. It's very true. Huh? Unless you're in a situation where you're both... Yeah, that's it. Well, then, un- unless if you're saying. swinging. Now, if it's all, if it's all Will and Jada thing. Yeah, that's it. That's a whole other. Yeah. Situation. Well, I mean, that's a whole other thing because that's not necessarily part of the rules and shit. You know what I mean? It's like you could be in a swinging couple, but you're not supposed to have sex outside of that. Yeah, that's it. There's without rules. the knowledge of the other person. That's yeah. it. You can still cheat. You could always cheat. Oh, stuff. completely. You could emotionally cheat. Exactly. Have How you many cheated? People? You haven't cheated? No. All right, read your read your oh, thing. I thought you were like, accusing me. Like, no. <laughs> Show me your phone. <laughs> No, that's it. But these are things that, yeah, just in a regular balanced household, these things can happen like pretty. But there's certain, yeah, there's just certain things that a child needs, and we, no, we we're not taught that stuff. Like our parents had no idea I don't what the talk fuck about that was shit going on. No, either. that's yeah. it. No, no one teaches you how to raise a. Ch- we act like, it, and it is natural to raise children, obviously, but it's not that natural. Like we treat it like you don't have to. You'll just figure it out as you go. We treat rate that like raising children is as easy as having children, like mm-hmm. making children. Exactly. You know if you made one, you can take yeah, care of exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. And it's like no. Oh, it's a big roll of the dice because you could, you could definitely just kind of make it up as you go along and have the benefit of children that come out just fine. Yeah. Well, instincts do kick in. I mean, we have instincts, like obviously, but there's also have- certain things that. No, and listen, we're all damaged to some extent, and you just have to make sure you're not putting that shit on your children, sort of, that you're resolving your issues and you're not involving your children in that process. Yes. And most of us are just projecting onto our children and doing the same thing that was done to us, doing it to them. I would hope that all of us get uh, to a point in life where you uh, come into the consciousness of your own accountability. Uh, because as because we are not our mothers, we are not our fathers, we are not our environments, we are not our trauma, we are not our failures. You know, we are what we make of ourselves at all times, mm-hmm. at all times. So at all times, you have the ability to define your future. You have a uh, uh, you have skin in the game. You have the uh, you have the ball in your hand, and you could you can uh, you could you could you could toss that hail mary for the touchdown if if that's where you're at. You know what I mean? And just trying to remember that, especially in, in this day and age where it feels like we're at the mercy of policy and, and airborne disease and you name it. Like, it's important to, to – and everything else that's happening. Like, it's important to, to, to regain your, your, your sense of personal power and, and exercise it 
for 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 good, you know, yours and and the world's. I was just reading yesterday about like fertility rates and where they think it's going. Mm. So supposedly it's going to hit its peak around 2064. And we should have like 9.7 billion people by then. Oh my God. But then by 2100, it's going to drop to eight point something because, well, after that point, the replacement level, which is like 2.1 or something. So each woman needs to have 2.1 kids that the population remains equal so we're going to fall below that. And then, yeah, we're just going to start dropping. Is it going to become becomes of die-offs or is it going to be <sighs> lack of fertility? It's a little bit of everything. And just, like, cultural stuff. People are having less children. This is fucking crazy. Is that by 2100, the estimate is that there'll be 2.3 billion individuals over 65, only 1.7 under 20. So it's like we're going to be an old civilization that's crazy if you want to add to that have you ever heard of the georgia guidestones no the georgia guidestones are uh, somewhere in the state of georgia uh, the uh, atlanta outskirts if i'm not mistaken there are these two pillars not unlike uh moses's tablets which uh, have the instructions from an unnamed elite for uh, the development of, uh, of a sustainable world. And part of that agenda includes the systematic elimination of about 20% of the population. So that, so that biologically, just through our attitudes right now, as it relates to child rearing in the world in which we live in, there's, expect, there's a projected 20% drop off by the year 2100. That's... I guess that's what they're talking about, but I think that what they're talking about is a little more sinister. Uh, if you've never heard of the Georgia Guidestones, do your Googles. Stay vigilant. Is it like purposeful killing of 20%? Is it like a eugenics choosing the weakest? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. It is. Okay, I'm trying to... Mine is so silly. I'm trying to finish a lyric for a song. I need a, I need a second line. Can you speak into the mic? Oh, yeah, sorry. Better? Yeah. Sorry. You know my reading is subpar. <laughs> I'm trying to finish a lyric for a song. I need a second line. The first is... Try, to, try as hard as I might, you might just forget. It's a song about Alzheimer's. That's why this is silly. Um, try... Okay, so I'm trying to finish... So they just need one more line, and it's try as hard as I might, you might just forget. And a line after that. They so we gotta come up with a line that. after that? Oh. Okay, read it back again. Try well. I have to come up with it. Try as hard okay. as I might. You might just forget, and it's a song about Alzheimer's. Okay. You might just forget um, uh, to turn off the lights or to feed your pet. Oh, that's okay. So that's you're, a, ma- you're making it a little more lighthearted, I guess. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Well, let me, let me, let me, <laughs> let me. Hold on. I think you should outsource this to the rappers in the room. <laughs> uh, is this a rap song? Let's say that it is. Could be a folk song. Try as hard as I might. You might just forget. Percocet. Molly Percocet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Try as hard as I might. It. You might just forget. Is it you might just forget? Is it you said I? Try as hard as I might. You might just forget. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Wave the flag. Bang the set. Try as hard as I might. You might just forget. Mike, you got this one or should I go next? I don't got nothing yet. It's about Alzheimer's, by the it's way. It's about Alzheimer's. No, we so see, we were doing to... the Jada Kiss Styles P back and forth thing just now, Britain. Like, unless you're your chic luch. We, I'm just, I'm specifying the category because you guys are, you're gonna. We're gonna be I all over the place. I stayed on topic. Mine was about turning off lights and feeding pets. Yeah. Huh. These are practical matters. But that's the thing that is that you Alzheimer's forgot patient. that you were in a gang. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot that you sold drugs and consumed them. Because of Alzheimer's. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, there's that. There's that. No, I got nothing. Uh, And I rhymed both lines. Did you? Yeah. Damn. Say it again. Wait. Let me read it. Okay. Try as hard as I might, you might just forget to turn off the lights or feed your pet. Uh, Okay, kind of. Okay, well, I rhymed, I rhymed might and light and forget and pet. So. No, I know. Oh, I spotted <laughs> it. We've we seen the pattern. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. It was a little complicated. Yeah, exactly. I just thought you meant more like. I know, I didn't do two syllables. Uh. 
I mean, I don't think we're, I don't know. I feel like we might be headed towards a die-off whether we like it or not. I don't know. Well, environmentally. That's like, all I mean. I mean, there's a, there's a cabal that's planning on it. There's science backing it. It's yeah. inevitable, actually. Yeah. No, it's 100% inevitable. It sucks. I hate it. I hate, I hate it. it here. Yeah, I just hate that. I, I don't understand why there isn't more alarm. I don't know why people don't want to change more. I understand why some people don't. I don't understand why the average person is not more concerned by this stuff. I think it's for the same reasons that we're kind of like stuck and lagging in, in the past in our in our own personal development. You know what I mean? It's just like people... We're just in denial? People are, yeah, people are in denial. People are turning a blind eye. People are ducking and dodging. They'd rather that than deal with the root cause of the symptoms. Yeah. No, it's true. No one wants... We don't want to look at what's actually... Play here. Okay. And we're all crazy selfish. Like a motherfucker. We are so fucking selfish. Extremely. Hey, what was, uh, what do you want me to play here from this loop sessions? Oh, uh, play the first track. So, okay. uh, for the listeners, this is, uh, Shashu's production at Loop Sessions 42. Uh, I provided the uh, the record as uh, Ramsey Lewis, Sun Goddess, and uh, this is uh, this is some this is some real Montreal shit. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> three beats from loop session samples that I just never sent in because I didn't think they were good. Really? Yeah. Were one of them was not bad. No, one insecure? of them I went back and it's like, I don't know, I might actually feel You might this. use it for something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Slime it. That's the, that's the point. That's the aim. Like, even if you don't send them in, you, you know, they're yours. So even if you do send them in, you could put add it to a project. A bunch of people got beats off of a loop session's uh, Oh, an entire project was actually made at Loop Sessions. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Phil Sparks brought in a, a Diane Tell record and got Diane Tell to endorse the remix project that was essentially made out of the beats that were turned in at Loop Sessions. Did you find that beat, Mike? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I shit. Right now. Now. Let's see. This is your the Loop Sessions one. Yeah. yeah. Shouts to the gang while I'm at it. Nope. Oh, shit. Uh, so you know what? I'll um, I'll match your uh, your beat and I'll play you something no, you that I made off of my phone. Oh, nice! Yeah, let's peep that. I'm actually gonna perform it for you because it's laid out on two sequences and I gotta alternate. All right. Oh shit. Two, you said it was two things, what? 
it was uh, it's two different sequences that I just like I haven't oh, okay. I haven't sequenced out so I just like just, I free yeah, played yeah. them just now free jazz my way into the situation all right uh, now I'm gonna play my list. beat oh you got one no <laughs> jeez you, I, I was about did, to start <laughs> I was about to start wilding if you did that would have been crazy I should have made a really gully. shitty beat you know that loop <laughs> sessions is open to you too right Brit? it's true I should just you should just pull I up s- yeah. submit just yeah. submit yeah. I guess it is remember when I quit lasers that was weird right <laughs> <laughs> come on I want more than that I want more give me more <laughs> Well, what do you want from me? What do you want? <laughs> State your business, gangster. Is that so? That's that's it on that note. I mean, that's that's what I got in my notes. <laughs> that's all you wrote down. Okay. No, but um, no, but on the real, it's good to be back. Um, I had uh, not unlike uh, your uh, your recent uh, headspace, I was going through my own. Uh, Emotional, uh, mental, and spiritual turmoil, and uh, I was seeing the effects of it in the real world. I was suffering in my personal life and my my work life. My projects weren't going anywhere. I was fumbling the bag here, so I, would, I needed to I needed to step away. But in in my absence, as I watched the shows keep going up, and as I tuned in, I was like, these are these are great fucking shows. And as people started responding to them. Um, I felt compelled to be like, well, you know what? Maybe we can, maybe we could come back around. So I hit Mike back up, and uh, you know we didn't. Uh, we want to get to a hundred shows. We want to get to a hundred shows. So I wanna, I wanna make that happen. We don't want to. We're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have. We don't want to. We have to. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, and so I'm, 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 I'm back, baby. I'm back. We bike. <laughs> we fully bike. In that thing I read, it's it, like forecast the world powers in 2100 are going to be India, yeah. uh, China. Of course. No, 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 it was India, United States, oh. Nigeria. Whoa. And I think it was China. If it's not China. I don't think it is China. Fuck. No, because China is going to go through. It could not be China. A, no, they're going to go through a crazy fertility problem where it's like there's not going to be enough people of working age. To sustain, to sustain their, their growth. That's what happens when you kill off your female newborns. Yeah, that shit was wild, man. Yeah, man. Nigeria, though, you love to see that. Yeah. I, that is my well, favorite. Africa is definitely coming for its fucking crown, man. Oh, 100%. You can no, definitely. Tell. That's my favorite black stereotype. Nigerians just being overachievers and succeeding at everything. You love to see it. Sorry, I just want to see what the fuck. I'm still of the thought yeah, that we Yeah, India, want Nigeria, really China, and the U.S. India, eh? Wow, yeah. India makes sense population-wise. The numbers, yeah. They also have the, the, the investment in infrastructure in the technological sector. Yeah, no, that's And it. also, they're going to be the opposite of China, where their entire population is going to be working age. Mm-hmm. If they don't decimate themselves with the Roner first. Yeah, because they're well, kind of going climate. through it right now. Yeah, well, they're going to be going too. through it. Climate, <laughs> yeah, yeah, climate's going to whoop their ass. Climate is going to whoop their that ass. That region is that like, region. I mean, Bangladesh is like. It's always historically been vulnerable to like uh, mudslides. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah. very yeah. low Monsoons. in altitude. Yeah. The countries that are going down, like having Japan. Thailand, Spain, Italy, Portugal, South Korea. A lot of these countries are landlocked and have no resources. Aging populations. Yeah, is the that's theme here. yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah, Italy and Japan aging populations like crazy. China, they think, is going to go down from 1.4 billion to 732 million by then. But you're not just talking about when you're talking about being a superpower. You don't mean on some like populations did you mean no 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 like, like with the world yeah, leader exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
can. It's just going to squeak by as it always does, which is going to be of course. not at the top, not at the bottom. They don't tell you anything about Canada. <laughs> no, they're like, please, please. <laughs> which is exactly the way Canada likes it. Yeah. It's like, don't talk about us. We're, <laughs> exactly. we're a bunch of nice guys. Exactly. Nothing going on up here. Yeah. Us? <laughs> Genocide? Me? I would never. I know. Exactly. Exactly. Canada? Stop it. Okay, yeah, Nigeria, it's the same thing. It's that out of all the countries that are the 10 most populated nations, they're like one of the only ones that their working age population is going to grow. It's going to actually increase. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. I just don't like this idea. I don't know. I just, because of climate, I don't like increase of population as a like concept. Like, it, Of course I not. Just, so I don't like any, I'd rather that that not happen anywhere it's not stopping man. i know it's I not just, stopping it's until it's forced to stop you know what i mean here's the inevitable reality of things is that we are at the service and mercy of the current elderly population in the sense that our taxes essentially go to sustaining the increasingly aging population and eventually the logic goes when we reach that age we're going to have the same social safety net to protect us however by the time that we get there there probably isn't going to be shit left. So we're not going to have anything. Yeah, but the a, real problem isn't that. It's like misallocated funds in general, you know what I mean? Like, we aren't other. paying for the old people right now either, you know what I mean? We're paying for a whole bunch of other shit. Yeah, well, I mean, okay. in the States they have, like, Social Security and stuff, for, but it's been chopped away significantly. Yeah, exactly. But the people paying, I mean... I mean, it's an oversimplification, and, uh, and you'll no, forgive I mean, me for painting with broad it. strokes. No, it's definitely part of no, it. No, but it's, it's true like, that, I mean, that, that is the problem with the elderly population, is that they're not generating the same amount of income, so they're not paying the same amount of taxes, that's it, but they are soaking up, like, health care costs and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not, yeah, not I just words. would rather not, I would rather people be conscious of population numbers and... And then what, though? You know what I mean? Well, just Do deciding mean, to have no more than two children. Like, for people just to take that on themselves. Yes, that's it. I would just... Without any, like... Yeah, without any... I don't want anyone to be told what to do in that sense. It can mm-hmm. get very eugenics It can get very weird. I would just like for people to think about resource allocation and how much there is to go around and how much we should be using. <laughs> If I would resume my 2020 so far in a meme, it would be Bernie Sanders getting rocked by the speed bag. What's that no, one? I haven't ever seen. You this. haven't seen Bernie get rocked by the speed bag? Uh, Is that a boxing thing? Please send me that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sending it right now. Uh, oh man. Yeah, 2020, what a fucking kick in the butt. Like, what a shit show, eh? Figuratively, though, that is pretty good for a metaphor for 2020. Bernie Sanders getting hit by a speed bag. Is the speed bag the boxing shit? Yes. Yeah, okay, the, that thing? Mike, go peep your DMs right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, it's brutal. It's brutal. And I mean, I've come at it, you know... <laughs> That's pretty good. Is That's it young good. Bernie? No. no, 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 no. Okay. It's modern day Bernie. Okay, right in the, he just, right he, in the face. He goes for one clean hit and it just like shoots back at him too quick and he's like, <laughs> That was essentially all of us were like, yo, 2020 is the year I get my shit together. <laughs> yeah. We got this. We got this. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna see it through. Yeah, no, that's it. No, it's true. Put your full weight behind yeah, it. Yeah, and then whoop, upside <laughs> your motherfucking head. Uh, I'm going to close off with this one. Anytime life puts me in the gulag, I ask myself, what would my immigrant parents do? Not them now. Them back when they were touching road. The answer is that they would put the gulag in its own gulag. So the key to getting out of the gulag is putting that motherfucking work in. Okay. Well, what age were they when they moved up here? Um... My pops was 36 in 1987 when there you go. they came, when it's they crazy. arrived to Canada. That's so wild. I'm about to be the age that my pops was yeah. when they got to this country. Yeah, yeah. No, I like seeing that kind of shit. It's so weird. <laughs> you realize what age they were, really? No, definitely. Yeah, you know it's I mean? true. No, definitely. But that's what's crazy is that people think they're so old and stuff. It's like, yeah, like my mom hadn't even had me by the 
like my age now sort of you know it's like people think like your mid-30s is like you're done whatever you're doing is what you're gonna be doing your whole yeah, life yeah, like course. yeah that's it your parents weren't even in the country that they were gonna raise their children in you know like it's like so much life is so long so much happens there's chapters to it but there are differences also like like I asked my pops I was like yo like how ready were you to have me he laughs he's like I didn't have shit <laughs> <laughs> no completely but the, thing is, but the thing is that in the 80s it was easier than it is now to drop everything and to start anew you can't really do that in the way the world is set up right now that's because of what the interconnectedness because of uh, the the cost of everything the yeah. cost of living the Goddamn uh, economy the, the, the economy the, 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 the yeah, ability no, or like, inability to pivot jobs. into a, a, a different or a variety of careers without any training without yeah. any sort of prior yeah because we're moving away from like vocational and stuff where you could just like pick up a skill and like yeah. do it yeah no, it's true. Trades. Yeah. Now we're moving to the cashless economy, so it's even it's even harder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 100%. You can't thug your way you can't through. Go under the radar. You can't thug your yeah. way through no more. No, that's it. They're trying to take away our ability to thug our way through. And if that isn't the quintessential American way, I don't know what is. Yeah. Thugging it. Thugging it. Yeah, that's a hundred percent the American way. You feel me? I mean, I personally, and this is probably controversial, but I don't really have a problem with the idea of limiting the amount of children people can have. I don't... What about about, uh, deliberately getting rid of the olds? Like, once you reach, like, 85, they're like, okay, that's enough for you. I wonder how much they're the ones using resources, though, is the thing. I doubt that much. It's obvious that our current consumer society is, is unsustainable... And if the population continues to grow with our, our, our over-consumption of the Earth's non-renewable resources, then, yeah, there's going to be a yeah, problem. A there's going to be a problem. There's going to be mass die-offs. That's a given. Yeah. But the principle is this, is that we, this is a cycle that's, that's bound to happen to us, and we're in the midst of that cycle right now. So one of two things are going to happen. It's either we perpetuate the cycle or we break the cycle. It's because of this uncertainty as it relates to our outcome in old age that I believe that we ought to be the ones to break the cycle to ensure our own independent, autonomous sustainability, regardless of what the powers that be. Which is why I guess we look up so much to celebrities and athletes, because they have the, the, the means to be able to live off the fucking grid if they wanted to. If they wanted to. More times than not, they don't. No, but they could. Don't. They could take that fucking money, get a generator, buy a plot of land somewhere, pull the middle finger to everybody and be like, I declare this LeBronia. You know oh what I mean? God, please not more of that. We don't need that shit. Just live within society. Just live within. We should all just be living within our means, quote unquote, not like our financial means, like our. It should be clear to us what is a responsible way of living. And then we should live within those constructs. For everyone to be accountable and responsible citizen? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I know it is, but it shouldn't be. And we kind of encourage not to, is the thing. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if a good, like, quarter of the population literally can't. You know what I mean? In what sense? Like, they just can't. (laughs) Like, no matter how much you try to fix them, they just can't. They want to get out with, like, outside of themselves. Yeah, no, I know, no. There's, there's a lot going on here. There's a lot going on. There's, il- there's, we, there's plenty to unpack. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of shit happening. <laughs> no, it's true. All right, well, last words. Uh, nothing. Thank you. I hope everyone's doing well. I hope everyone's uh, taking care of themselves. And I don't know. Be nice to themselves and the people around them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I will co-sign all that. And what a piggyback. Also, my last words today will be Yamaha <laughs> Rider. Yamaha Rider. I like that. Thank you. To all the riders oh, no. hopping on their Yamahas, <laughs> you know, pushing them keys, making them wheels turn getting back in the saddle with us we appreciate you 
follow the gang at Lasers on the Ride, at Cannon Head Music, at That Bit You, at Schmings. It's good to be bike.